Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny for Monday, October the 28th. I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, as I will be doing every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds, LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve a greater destiny and making it happen incorporated. Once again, we have another very special show for you this evening, and I am so pleased to have co-hosting with me, Ms. Teresa Hamilton, who is the CEO and founder of Making It Happen God's Way Incorporated, transforming your dreams into reality. Hello, Teresa. How are you this evening? Oh, I'm doing very well, Lisa. I hope you're doing well. Um, I'm doing quite well today. Just feeling good and ready for the show. Good, good. And we are excited about the show this evening as as we are about each show. Um, Tonight's topic is uh, what are you resisting? What are you resisting? And for those of you, before we get started, for those of you tuning in via the computer, please click on the follow button on the left-hand side of the title so that you can receive updates on uh, future broadcasts. And follow us on Twitter at least L-Y-S-E-101. That's L-Y-S-E-101. You can also visit your iTunes store and download the show to your computer, phone, or iPod. You can send me a message through this site if you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business. You can send a message through my Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101 or you can leave a message via my website info at your destiny so miss teresa hamilton i'm so glad to hear that you're doing well this evening on this beautiful fall evening um autumn is one of my favorite 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 all-time seasons um i just love the the change of the leaves and how beautiful and colorful they are and so far we've had a true fall so i'm, I'm very happy about that Yes, it is nice. It just feels good, and it feels everything feels clean and crisp. Um, it's just a wonderful feeling. But fall to me represents renewal, or starting yeah. fresh or new. Uh, so it's real. It's a welcoming sight to see uh, all of the change that's taking place. Yeah, and this Sunday is uh, daylight savings time, so we fall back. Oh, so wow. this Sunday. 
be prepared to fall back on set your clock so that we can uh, everybody will be on the same page. Um, tonight we're going to talk about, but before we get into our topic, Teresa, we'll talk a little bit about the event that we attended yesterday. It was such an awe-inspiring event. We had a wonderful time, and I just want you to share with our listening audience uh, what took place yesterday. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, for those of you who don't know, I think we've mentioned her name a couple of times. Her name is Cindy Tawa, and she has a product called Diva by Cindy, a special hair product uh, for, um, you know, your hair if it's drying or if you need a relaxer that's not going to damage your hair. But in addition to selling hair products at a national level, she also does a real nice job of taking in, because, you know, October is is Domestic Balance Month, is she takes in a number of ladies, and she gives them a Pamper Me Day party. And so that's what we did this uh, Sunday, which was wonderful. Um, Rather than going to our regular services, we actually took the time out and gave back uh, to women who have, you know, may have experienced both physical uh, abuse or sexual abuse or just mental abuse. And it, you know, sometimes when you do things for others who are really going through a, a trying time, you think you're helping them out. But I really think that the ladies who came to volunteer had just as much fun. <laughs> so we were just so yeah. grateful to be in their company and to share stories about how they're not alone and that we have a wonderful sisterhood. And Lisa spoke and did a magnificent job on really bringing uh, women around regarding, you know, really sticking up for one one another and being there for one another. It was just such a wonderful event. They were able to get their hair done. They were able to get massages. Uh, we, they had flowers and balloons, and they even got an opportunity to dance and let off some steam. And it yes, we did. Yes, we did. It was, just, we a, it was did. just a wonderful, wonderful occasion. And I will say this, if ever any of you out there in our listening audience needs a a real good dancer, uh, and it doesn't matter what type of dance, Lisa M. Saunders is your person. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was a surprise. (laughs) Lisa is quite the dancer, and not only that, she picked up fairly quickly. And then even if she makes a mistake, she knows how to, one of the ladies that was there who who, who, who was having a day of pampering said, oh, she needs, knows how to even cover up mistakes well. I can even cover up. So she is quite the dancer, and it was such a treat to watch her on the floor. Oh, we had such a great time. And we had another speaker yesterday as well, Ms. Teresa Hamilton spoke. And uh, you delivered a powerful, powerful message. And, you know, the whole event, I believe everyone who um, was there, they just had an awesome time. It was an awesome time in love. We had a great fellowship with one another. And the the camaraderie was just beautiful. So I want to congratulate those ladies. I want to congratulate Cindy on an awesome event um, that she put together yesterday. And um, as a matter of fact, we're going to have come on in the future the uh, couple of the directors of the – the school Fortis. that it was held yeah, at. Fortis yeah, what, what's the name of it again? Fortis Institute. 
Yeah, Fortis Institute, Fortis Institute. Uh-huh. So yeah, we're gonna uh-huh. that we're gonna put that together soon, and I want to have them come on and share their program with everyone. It was just awesome. So um, tonight yeah. we're going to talk about what are you resisting. And if you're listening in and feel compelled to call in with a question or comment, that number is 347-237-4518, 347-237-4518. Our phone lines are open, and we would love to hear from you. Uh, we really had, Teresa, we had a busy and exciting month. Um, I mean, really an exciting month. We've had an awesome lineup starting with the end of September, and we're looking forward to the weeks and months to come with more exciting guests and topics to so please continue to listen in um we love hearing from you and uh, keep those emails coming we do our best to answer all of them and we really really appreciate each and every uh, person that that tunes in and and responds and and to just to let us know that we've helped you in some way so we really appreciate it but Teresa, what an awesome lineup we've had oh my goodness yeah it's just yes. been just you know really really awesome um yeah. And like I said, I'm looking forward to the guests that we have coming up. So we will be announcing them um, very, very shortly. Um, so yeah. I'm pretty excited yeah. about that. Now, I want to talk tonight about a topic that uh, just kept popping up um, throughout the last couple, coming months. And, uh, I, you know, we always talk about the books that we read and we're always reading yeah. and studying and just researching and, you know, just for ourselves. And also it helps us to help you. So one of the books that I highly, highly recommend is The War of Art by um, Stephen Pressfield. That is an excellent book. And also another book uh, written by Stephen Pressfield is Do the Work. And so as I was researching this topic, um, uh, which actually uh, came about through some of the things that have been happening that's been going on in our lives, and we're always, like, trying to figure out, well, you know, why is this happening and what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Is it something that we're doing that, that's making this happen? And if so, what do we do? How do we overcome this? So we're always mm-hmm. looking for ways to overcome situations in our lives. Um, resistance is experienced as fear. The degree of fear equates to the strength of resistance. Therefore, the more fear we feel about a specific enterprise, the more certain we can be that that enterprise is important to us and to the growth of our soul. That's why we feel so much resistance. If it meant nothing to us, there would be no resistance. Any act that rejects immediate gratification in favor of long-term growth, health, or integrity, or any act that derives from our higher nature instead of our lower, any of these acts will elicit resistance. Resistance is a repelling force. It's negative. Its aim is to shove us away, distract us, prevent us from doing, doing our work. So what are you resisting? Are you in a place where you've been praying for a breakthrough and nothing seems to be happening? 
Does it seem like everything around you is crumbling and you just feel like uh, Allison in Wonderland, like you're spiraling uncontrollably down a rabbit hole? And when you finally land, you look around you and, and, and you look up and everything is just unfamiliar and strange. Does it feel like you're in a place that feels like despair and, you're, and you end up wondering, how in the world did I get here? And more importantly, how do I get out? You find yourself wondering, what's next? Where do I go? What do I do? Is there anyone that can hear me and help me? So, Teresa, like I said, the last couple of months, this topic just kept popping up. So I had no choice but to pay attention to it and seek wisdom in regards to it. And what I've discovered is pretty amazing in regards to resistance. And I know you've had some issues pop up within that time span, and we were just able to pinpoint what was going on and um, actually able to resolve that issue because once you can put a tag on it, once you can call it out, then you can find yeah. out how to tackle it. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, and related to resistance, what, I'm, what I continue to find for myself is that there are things in your life, um, and especially as an entrepreneur, you know, you really – my, as I always tell people, my CEO is God, but sometimes I'm not listening to God. <laughs> right, um, right, he right. He gives you a direction as to where you're supposed to go, but if you're not really following him or doing what you're supposed to do, you'll just stay stuck in a yeah. situation or just stuck. And I was just yeah. finding in a lot of different areas that I was just stuck. Um, mm-hmm. There were things that, let's just say, I needed to move forward on that I was just not moving forward on or I wasn't doing the things that I needed to do. Now, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of that is just this kind of outside noise and resistance. And like you said, Lisa, most of it is centered on fear. And yeah. the fear is uh, just, you know, we just, we say we want a thing, but how much do we really want that thing that we say? Because whatever right. we want, what, as, as the author says, you're going to have to do the work. <laughs> and yeah. what I'm finding, and I, as I was going about my day today in a very streamlined and disciplined approach, I'm finding that we're meeting, too, with a number of distractions that are, are enabling us to also, uh, you know, continue to resist and for mm-hmm. good reason. Um, for example, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you, for me today, I was working on some work, and then I found myself getting caught up and just add, if you're sitting on your computer, you get add after add after add after add to the point mm, you're distractions. Like, wait a minute, it's a distraction. And then you go into this yeah. ad and you see what this has to say. And then after that, then I had maybe a computer glitch. Or oh, the computers aren't working as quickly where you have to power up and power down. And this went on for like 10 or 15 minutes. And then mm-hmm. what I did is I had to really intellectually deal with that issue, face it, as you said, head on. And I had to say, okay, this has been going on now. You sat at this computer for about 45 minutes. And only five, and I kid you not, five minutes. <laughs> of that time was at all productive. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do about the fact that 
you, you know, someone sent you an email and instead of waiting, you responded immediately when you initially sat down to get this bit of work done. And I had to, in my head, say, I've got to come up with a system, a plan of action to tackle or get the work done despite the distractions. And so I said to myself, okay, I'm going to take the five minutes it takes or should take, and nothing else is going to be important, not an email, not an ad, not whether or not somebody was arrested today, um, not Yahoo uh, top 20 mm. things. None of mm. that is going to matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's what I had to discipline myself and do. And then I gave myself in the future, I want anything on the computer because most of the things that we do are creative. A lot of what we do as entrepreneurs is a lot of creating, creating forms, creating um, plans of action. All that creativity is taking place. But we don't need the Internet for that. We can be off right. the Internet and go to our Word or whatever it is and just sit there and stay there and be creative. And so that was one of the solutions that I came up with. But let me tell you, this, this what I'm talking about today was a breakthrough for me. I don't know if it's because of the topic. We were having this topic, mm-hmm. but it was a breakthrough. No, but guess how long I've been doing that that particular thing. We were sitting down for almost an hour, but only getting five minutes of work to work done. This has been going on for a long, long time. So mm-hmm. I really think what comes to mind for me, and I and God whispered this in my ear maybe about seven or eight months ago, he said, you need to discipline yourself. And mm-hmm. that's a word in this society that we don't really want to deal with. We want to just kind of go about it along. You know, it's free. We're free, and I'm especially... Uh, good at being free. <laughs> but free sometimes does not help you to move forward into the areas that you need to go. So one of the things I God has been teaching me is how to be disciplined. When you come mm-hmm. in having a plan of action already together in your head, and then going about executing it. So that's my story mm-hmm. for today, Gleesa. No, that's oh, good. That's good, good because um. Mm-hmm. You know, you you said a lot there, and I want to try to mm-hmm. you know go back and address it um, one you know one at a time. When you talked about the fear, um, and then you know that's a question that I want to put out there. Um, and again, we're going to be referencing a lot today um, by of, of uh, the book of art, the War of Art, uh, break through mm-hmm. the blocks and win your inner creative battles. So one of the questions mm-hmm. I have is, are you paralyzed with fear? That's something that we need to really stop and think and ask ourselves. Are we paralyzed with fear? And then um, if you are, guess what? That's a good sign because fear mm-hmm. is good. Like self-doubt, mm-hmm. fear is an indicator. Now check that out. Mm-hmm. Fear is mm-hmm. an indicator, and fear tells us what we have to do. Um, remember uh, one rule of thumb, they say, is the more sacred, I mean the more scared we are of a work or calling, the more sure we can be that we have to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that again because mm-hmm. that was good. Um, remember yeah. one rule of thumb, the more scared we are of the work or calling, the more sure we can be that we have to do it. So it's, in other mm-hmm. words, like you know how you um, – there's something that you really want to do. You have a project or something that's, you know, and you've been either putting it off, you're afraid to do it, you're afraid to get up in front of a crowd and speak, you're afraid mm-hmm. to sit down and start that book, you're afraid to start that painting or that that uh, that pursuit. 
um, uh, mm-hmm. that's been in your heart for so long. Well, if you're mm-hmm. afraid of it, then you know that, you know what, if I'm scared, then I should be doing this. I should mm-hmm. be doing mm-hmm. this because anytime we're mm-hmm. afraid to do something, that means that something else within us is, is making us, that that fear is coming from somewhere, and that resistance mm-hmm. then starts to rise up against it. Wants 
it most wants to stop us from doing. We can use this. We can use it as a compass. So in other words, we can navigate um, by resistance, letting it guide us to that calling or purpose that we must follow before all mm-hmm. others. And then he says the rule of thumb, the more important a call or action is to our soul's evolution, the more resistance we will feel towards pursuing it. So if you, again, I, for example, this mm-hmm. show, I'm going to give you a perfect example, this mm-hmm. show, okay. um, as a, because this is something, you know, people are listening and, you know, most people that, you know, tune in are, are very familiar with it. But I can remember when, before I started uh, to do this, mm-hmm. it started off as a thought, as an idea. But once the idea mm-hmm. came to me, once I, once I said it out loud and I'm like, you know what, this is what I really want to do. You know, I, 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 mm-hmm. when I, mm-hmm. I remember I had gone on a, a, a yeah, radio show mm-hmm. and yeah, and mm-hmm. I was talking, I was interviewed. And after that, I was like, wow, you know, this is something I used to do in my past. And, and I forgot how much mm-hmm. I really loved and I enjoyed it. So then I said, you know what, this is really what I want to do. I want to create, I want to mm-hmm. be, I want to do this and blah, blah, blah. And once I decided that I felt like this was a calling for me, this was a part of what mm-hmm. I was supposed to do, all of a sudden mm-hmm. it was like I felt this like um, this calling. like not <laughs> fear, but yeah, it was like, oh, you know, um, every time um, I would go, it's time to do the show, you know, this this resistance would come up, would try to come up and say, oh, you know, why are you really doing this? Is anybody really going to listen? You hear all that (laughs) self-chatter, you know, the the chatter that just makes you want to crawl under a rock and just say, no, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I can't put myself out there like this. What are you doing? Who do you Mm -hmm. think you are? Blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And that's mm-hmm. the resistance because you know, mm-hmm. then that's when you know that you're on the right track. On the right path, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, on the right the path. Yes, that's exactly. Point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yes. And that yeah. negative chatter, man, when that chatter starts to come up, that chatter that we hear is the resistance. And it drowns out the positive thought of yes. you know, having this radio show that people will listen to and perhaps gain, you know, will, will gain tidbits to take back and live better lives. Yeah, The chatter can be so loud, just like screaming, you know, with all the negatives that you yes. don't take the necessary steps or actions to move on what you believe exactly. you should do. Okay, exactly. Yeah. And then the thing is, what I've learned is that you have to get into the state of mind. Remember how we we did a show once before and we talked about no mind? And sometimes mm-hmm. we talk about, you oh, know, yeah. how you're just not supposed to, you know, just, just not think. It's just like let yeah. yourself go. Really, it's, it's meditation. But you just, like, yeah. kind of just stop trying to control. This, the reason, another reason why resistance comes up is because we try to control things too much. Yeah. We, we try to control yeah. the outcome. Um, and yeah. I, uh, you know, for me, what I've learned is to achieve that state of mind uh, basically is by staying stupid. <laughs> You know, not allowing myself to think so much and to become like that child, um, you know, with that childlike mind. Because remember, children have no trouble believing the unbelievable, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. nor does a genius or a madman. They don't have troubles with that. You know, it's Mm -hmm. only like you and I with our big brains and our tiny little hearts who doubt and overthink and hesitate. We Mm -hmm. do that all the time. Mm -hmm. We overthink Mm -hmm. everything. So what I've mm-hmm. come to, con- to conclude is that we're not supposed to think 
you know, well, you have to think, but, you know, not all the time think, 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 think. We have to act. Mm -hmm. We can always revise and revisit once we've acted, but we can accomplish nothing until we act. That's a good point. You know, say that again. Say that again, Lisa. I think that's an awesome okay. point. Don't think, act. You know, we can always think, revise act. and okay. revisit once we've acted, mm-hmm. but we can mm-hmm. accomplish nothing until we act. For example, if you have, uh, let's just take a, somebody who wants to start a book. Okay, well, mm-hmm. it's good to have it in your head, I want to write a book. 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 And you can say that. From here and a week and a month and a year and a year, year, I want to write a book. Next year, you're still saying, I want to write a book. Well, stop thinking about writing the book and sit down, get a piece of paper and a pen, and -hmm. just start to write. When is the best time to start? Start before you're even ready. Don't even prepare. Just begin. Just start. Yes, and re- and that was a gr- that's a great example. I remember, and you know who um, uh, Robert is. He's Kiyosaki. He writes uh, the Rich Dad Poor Dad books. And one of the stories that he made is he he had this woman who was like a, uh, you know, she was really a stickler for grammar, and this had to be this way, this and this and this. And so you know, coming up, he always felt like, gosh, I'm not a great writer. My grammar was always the worst. The te- my English teachers always gave me a hard way to go. But one of the things that he kept in, he he just started to write regardless. And then he found someone who was a good editor for him. And then he allowed them to help him with the book. But the point <laughs> is, is that he just started to write, and now. The people and mm-hmm. some of the people that criticized his grammar, now they see him with all of these books and they're like, wow, I always wanted to be an author. But they, even though they had good grammar, they never just did what you suggested, Lisa, is just to do it, to act and not yeah. think about it. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's, that is such a true statement. You know, and the enemy, let's talk about the enemy. The enemy, mm-hmm. the true enemy the true enemy mm-hmm. is our chattering brain, which if we give it so much, if we, if we give it so much as a nanosecond, it mm-hmm. will start producing excuses, alibis, mm-hmm. uh, transparent mm-hmm. self-justifications, mm-hmm. and a million reasons why we can't, mm-hmm. why we shouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, won't do, uh, and why we won't do what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the enemy. That's the enemy. The enemy is not out there somewhere. There's nobody out there who's against us. <laughs> the enemy mm-hmm. is within. Mm-hmm. It's our mm-hmm. chattering mm-hmm. brain, and then we continue to listen to the noise, the noise, the noise. Courage, we have to have courage because courage begets more courage. Okay, Mm -hmm. research, Mm -hmm. research can become resistance. You know, when you start to, you know, really sit down and you start researching stuff, and then when you Mm -hmm. keep looking and looking and looking, then you talk yourself out of stuff because it's like, oh, God, I can't do this. Look at this. Look at this. Mm -hmm. This person did that. I can't be that person. Oprah is a Mm -hmm. talk show host. Oh, my God, Oprah, I can't be Oprah. No, I don't want to be Oprah. Mm -hmm. I can't be Mm -hmm. Oprah. I can only be me. You know, and conception occurs at the primal level. Just start. It is for me it's like it's better to be primitive sometimes than to be sophisticated and better to be stupid mm-hmm. than to be smart. Because when you're smart, mm-hmm. you know the smart people of the world, you know, they have all the answers, don't they? 
They have all mm-hmm. the answers to every single thing. But you're so smart that you can't even sit down for a second and just start, begin, take pen mm-hmm. to paper and just start to write or take that paintbrush mm-hmm. to the easel and start to paint. Or if you want to be yeah. a builder, you know, go and, and, and to a, a school to learn how to build or an architect or whatever it is that you want to be. To me, it's mm-hmm. better to have written a lousy ballet or a lousy book than have to compose none at all. You know, even mm-hmm. if my book is not the greatest book in the in the world, so what? It's my book. I did it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Just wow. do it. Yeah, yes, the, the Nike ad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you so know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, but I, I think you're right. I think that we always... And we busy, and this is the other thing in terms of resistance is, and I hear a lot of pastors talk about this, where they're so, so busy that the things that they want to do, they never get to do. And sometimes we can busy ourselves with what we call legitimate things, but that's the chatter and the clutter of our lives so that the real meat and heart of what it is that we're supposed to do, we're not doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and that then becomes resistance. So for for me, I I know there are some things that for me, once and when you're an entrepreneur, once God gives you a dream or a vision, He will tell you sometimes, like with the radio show, just every Monday at six thirty, show up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just show up. Mm-hmm. That's your goal, Teresa. Mm-hmm. Every the third Saturday of every month, show up. Whenever yeah. you have a meeting, just do it because from that one thing morphs everything else. So yeah. usually it's just following, you know, and like you said about the writing, so like one day a week at one time that you show up to write. If it takes you, yeah. you know, you don't know where to start, when to start, or you've got all this chatter and clutter and, you know, resistance that you self-perpetuate it so that the things that you should and desire to do, you're not doing. Um, just make yeah. that appointment with yourself, and then everything else will morph as it should. Yeah, that is so true. Um, one of the um, quotes from uh, the book, The War of Art, uh, Stephen says, this is the other secret that real artists know and wannabe writers don't. When we sit down each day and do our work, power concentrates around us. The muse takes note of our dedication. She approves. We have earned favor in her sight. When we sit down and work, we become like a magnetized rod that attracts iron fillings. Ideas come and insights accrete. So in other words, when you start, you will be amazed at how quickly the ideas start to come to you. But if you never start, they won't come. Right. You know, so you have to just get busy down to the business. You know, another quote is like he says, the professional loves her work. She is invested in it wholeheartedly, but she does not forget that the work is not her. Um, and the important, most important thing about art is, is to work. Nothing else matters except sitting down every day and trying. <laughs> just sit down and try. You know, I mean, you know. Sometimes I quote my favorite, one of my favorite quotes by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is, "You don't need to see the whole staircase; just take the first 
staff. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. Right. And then, you know, don't stop. Don't look down. Don't think. Just suspend all self-judgment. Stop beating mm-hmm. yourself up. Stop talking yourself out of starting. Just act, reflect. Act, mm-hmm. reflect. But never act mm-hmm. and reflect at the same time. Um, action means putting words on paper. Reflection mm-hmm. means evaluating what you have put on paper. Mm-hmm. So act, reflect. Just write. Mm-hmm. Keep writing. Mm-hmm. Writing. Writing, and then after you have written a page or two or three, then go back and reflect. Then go back and evaluate what you've written. And I guarantee you, you're going to blow your own mind. Yeah, and I remember when I was in college, I had an English professor, and, you know, my first college course I took, and um, you know how, like, everybody hands in their paper, and then my example of it was a dangling modifier. <laughs> oh my Lord! Was on the board of, of about thirty kids, and I had to like the bad example that she went over, and this and that and the other. Well, shortly after class, I was like, you know, I really feel like I maybe I need to take a remedial course, and this and this and this. And and one of the things that she said to me, she said, is that writing is a process of rewriting. And Mm -hmm. from that, she said, how do you think writers get to become good writers? And I was like, I don't know. She said they write constantly. They write, and then they rewrite, and then they rewrite, and then they rewrite. And so I think that some of those fundamentals that if people knew that they don't just write and they have a perfect book or a perfect uh, speech, it's a process of redoing after, as you said, you put some action in play. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm, right, so I yes. think that becomes a challenge for us. Yeah. That's a, that's good. Girl, when you said dangling participles, Lord, I haven't heard that yeah. since that. <laughs> I haven't heard that since yeah. God knows when. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, a lot of people don't think they can write because they think I'm not good with grammar. Simpson structure was never my thing. Uh, you know, but really... It's a, writing is a matter of heart and what yeah. you feel led to do. And once you put words on paper, that almost everyone has a story to tell. Everyone, you know, should be, should be writing something on a daily basis. But once you start getting into the habit of that, like you said, if you want to get a book, that's what you have those editors for. <laughs> that's yeah. what you have, you know layout artist for is because exactly. we want to hear the heart and soul of people. And, That's and right. your story can can help my, help me when I'm in a in a bad space or in a bad place. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, that is so true. Yeah, it's you know, and another thing too, um since we're you know, you know, uh talking about that particular thing, I wanted to also get into um, because this time goes by so fast on the show. My goodness gracious, you look up and it's like almost time. But I really want to mm-hmm. like try to just touch base, too, on another thing. Um, the people are surrounding us. You know, we, you, you, we talk about this a lot as far as um, uh, um, people who, you know, telling everybody your dream. You and I had just talked about that not too long ago, mm-hmm. and we said it's okay, mm-hmm. you know, to talk about your dream, but sometimes, you know, when you do that, just be prepared 
for some negative feedback from that because mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. our people, um, our family and our friends, you know, they like us just how we are. You know, they don't want us to change. They want us to be the same. I want you to be the same person that I knew, that we grew up with, or that, you know, they don't want you to change. They don't want, you know, you to, uh, they feel like you'll leave them um, if you Mm -hmm. are pursuing this dream and all of a sudden you're this self-made millionaire or whatever. Um, You Mm -hmm. have to really be careful of that, and that's another resistance. That's like when resistance will start to rear up. Because sometimes mm-hmm. when you share, when you feel as though you're going after your calling, which you're put here to do, mm-hmm. then resistance can come from other people. You mm-hmm. know, the people but that are why, closest why to you. Why do other mm-hmm. people worry about what you want to do? Why is that? I mean, really? Well, I think because they're afraid. Um, they are afraid again that you're you're doing something great. You're doing something that they wish they had the power to do. Okay. You know they don't want you to leave. Remember the book I told you to read, um, Dream Giver, by Bruce Wilson. Yeah, that was a good one. I love that book. And yeah, how he um, was going past his comfort zone, and then his mother was like, "No, uh-huh. you can't go out there." You, it's a it's a big, bad, scary world out there. No, you've got to stay right mm-hmm. here with us where we can keep you safe. And, you know, so it's mm-hmm. always other people projecting their fears onto us because they're afraid to go out there. Right. They, they don't, right. it's the unknown. People are afraid of the unknown. If you are, if you come from a family of 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 people who have always worked a nine to five job, you know they've gotten the okay. benefits. You know they've retired from yeah. that job. Well, okay, and then here you are with an entrepreneurial spirit. They don't know anything about that. All they know is their comfort oh, zone. Okay. This is comfortable. This is safe. Don't go out yeah. there. The and big bad was, wolf is going to get you. And it really isn't as safe as people think it is. But they think right. <laughs> right, because, see, they have never really, even if they had had a dream, their dream never mm-hmm. manifested because they didn't go out there. They didn't go okay. for it. So because they okay. didn't, they come up with all the fears and their fears, and they project their fears onto you. Well, if if this so is the like, way I feel, yeah, go ahead. And so it's like leaving the cave mentality. Yes. Everybody's in the cave. And, oh, yeah. we don't know what's out there. And, uh, yeah, okay, okay, all right. Yeah. And so they don't want you to go out there because they feel like, <laughs> you know, something's going to get you too. Mm-hmm. Well, I mm-hmm. haven't there. done it. Now, can you imagine Can you imagine if Barack Obama mm-hmm. did that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If he did not move outside of his comfort zone, <laughs> I mean, and mm-hmm. he moved way out of his comfort zone because he became mm-hmm. the first, you know, the mm-hmm. first. We've always had mm-hmm. presidents, right? But he became mm-hmm. the first African-American mm-hmm. president. Now, can you imagine mm-hmm. if he had in his family, which he probably had a few here or there, you know, that said, now, have you lost your mind? You want to do what? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You want to run mm-hmm, for the, mm-hmm. the to to lead the free country, the the highest position in the land. You want to do what? Mm-hmm, now, can you imagine mm-hmm. if he listened? Probably in in his own mind, sometimes the self chatter. Now you know he had mm-hmm. to come up against some resistance. 
Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if he mm-hmm. did not, mm-hmm. if he stopped and listened to all of the self, you know, not just the self-talk, but the outside noise, mm-hmm. he never would have ran, ran probably and he never would have won. Right. But he did. And that can happen to you. It can happen for me. It can happen for all of us if we just mm-hmm. stop allowing outside forces to come in on what we feel as though we should do, number one, not what, mm-hmm. you, what my mama mm-hmm. says or my daddy says or my friend says. No, mm-hmm. what, what comes from inside of us. That's number one. Mm-hmm. And then we have mm-hmm. to learn how, what fear really is and what resistance really is. And when we know, when that fear comes up, now what I've learned is when that fear comes upon us like that, that must mean I'm mm-hmm. on the right track. Mm-hmm. And what do we say the acronym is for fear? False, False evidence, evidence appearing, appearing real. real. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. the fear that you're speaking of, sometimes... I have to we have to I have to stand myself down from just negative things that you think about. You'll say, Oh, but maybe if this will happen and then I'll have to say to myself, But it hasn't happened yet. Right. <laughs> so why am I saying right. you know <laughs> Well, if I do this then this could happen, but you know what? It hasn't happened. So you right. take that out of the equation. What is Right, you come up with imaginary happen? imaginary yeah. scenarios. Yeah. Yeah, and it's always, like you said, negative. They're never like, I could, you know, have a better, richer life. I could spend more time, like, entrepreneurship. I could spend more time with my kids. I could travel. I could make my own days off. I could, you know, increase my salary. The first thing we think of is, oh, I won't have the measly uh, weekly check amount every week. (laughs) Right. And what's going to happen to my family? And, you know, we always resort to the negative. Right. We do. And, you know, going back to the, um, the, uh, what we were saying a few minutes ago, um, as far as uh, people are on the outside, whether it's our family, whether it's our friends, you know, one of the things I found, and this is just, you know, from, past, from my own experience that I'm speaking about, is that we tend to, maybe subconsciously or not, seek validation from other people in what we're doing. And that yeah. can also be, and you should, that, that to me, that's a no-no. Like, like a, if I could put mm-hmm. a big red X on that right there, I would just slap that X up there, bam. We have to stop looking for other people to validate our calling, okay? Yeah. That's another thing that stops us and, and keeps us in our place. We cannot look for validation from anybody outside, Okay, validation also comes from within. If you feel good about what you're doing, about your passion, and if you're really passionate about that thing, and every time you do it, it just makes you feel great. And it's like, you know, we said before, Teresa, we would do that thing without even being paid to do it. You know, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. right that's your calling. That's something that you need to continue to do regardless of what anybody else out there says. Um, and here's mm-hmm. a perfect example. The artist um, um, Van Gogh, uh, the mm-hmm. artist cannot look to others to validate his efforts or his calling. If you don't believe me, ask Van Gogh, who and this is something I didn't really remember, because I remember hearing this when I was, you know, like a lot younger, but ask Van Gogh, who produced masterpiece after masterpiece and never found a buyer in his whole life. 
Mm-hmm. How about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And, but it didn't stop him from continuing to work, for continuing to do what he loved to do, what he knew he was put here to do. He continued to paint masterpiece mm-hmm. after masterpiece powerful. and never sold that a single piece. Well, yeah. That's powerful. That's yeah. powerful. That's powerful. Wow. That's a wow. Yeah. So, so serving what your soul came here. Uh-huh. Yeah, he probably was so passionate that it was almost like a possession of him. You know, he felt possessed by the need to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he did. Yeah. He never stopped. That's that's something. Isn't that something? That's because something. serving what mm-hmm. your soul, when we serve what our soul came here to do and using mm-hmm. our personalities to serve that, mm-hmm. that's when mm-hmm. we are in alignment and what we, you yes. know, and when we're the most powerful. When we are yeah. serving and doing what we are supposed to do, that's when we're the most powerful. And your soul is just rejoicing because it just feels good. Yeah. <laughs> you it know, does. it, it just feels good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. And it's, it, um, you know, and there are so many aspects of our one passion that we also need to continue to explore and to move outside of our comfort zone. As well, you know, there are such yeah. things like, for example, I'm passionate about helping other people discover their purpose, but I'm also passionate about writing. I'm also passionate about lecturing. You know, there are so many other aspects of yeah. what it is that we do that we need to get outside, out the way of ourselves to do them yeah. and explore them to the fullest measure. And everything that you just said has a common denominator. The common denominator mm-hmm. is what? You enjoy helping, helping other people. And helping other people. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And, and when you're doing that, their, you're at their, your happiest. Their, yeah. Yeah. And seeing them be the best that they can be, even if it's, you know, I don't care. I just want to see them being all that they yeah. were intended to be and do. Yeah. Yes, and that yeah, it, it's just it's a beautiful thing because then and what that mm-hmm. also does is it helps us to take our minds off of ourselves so much. Oh, you know, nice. we can oh, just girl, nice. can we get into some pity parties sometimes? Woo! Yeah. You know, yeah. and and, and we too, do tell yourself self absorbed, and you know when I find yeah. that I'm sad or I'm depressed about something, I I I say to myself, okay, now why are you feeling this way? And nine times out of ten, like you said earlier, because I thought I had passed the point of caring what other people say, but if something negative happens or someone has a negative comment about a job you did or feeling like they didn't get, you know, because we're such perfectionists, we always think we've got to deliver 100%. And God taught me this lesson maybe a month and a half ago where he said, look, you wake up, you give everything 100%, and you do the best you can. But at the end of the yeah. day, if you gave it all that you could give it and then something, you have to release it and let it go and not worry about what other people think or say because you'll be sick, <laughs> fretting and wondering yeah. and caring. Because like you said, these people usually have been going on with their days and they've got other pressing things going on other than, than what, you're, you know, what, what happened with you. But we just yeah. have to be so, learn to be less self-absorbed. 
And we can yes. do that when we really are helping others to reach their potential. Yes. Yes. And, and then I just want people to remember, well, actually never to forget, <laughs> that this mm-hmm. very moment we can change our lives at this very moment. Um, there was mm-hmm. never, there's never a moment um, and never will be when we are without the power to alter our own destiny. See, that's just, for me yes. that is just so profound yes. because we do have that power to alter our destiny. This second we can turn the tables on resistance, this very second. Yes. You know, this second yes. we can sit down and do our work. That's mm. how you turn the tables on resistance. You yes. have to do the yes. work. You, do, you have to do the work. You have to act. I like what you said. Yes. Act and don't think. That's right. Just do it. Just do it. You ever see those movies on TV where um, (laughs) it's like um, in the person's mind, it was something on recently, and right now, of course, my mind is is all jumbled. I can't bring it up. But there was something on recently where a person, like they're fearing something, right? And and, Mm -hmm. and because they, in their mind, they see it, it's real. That thing that they're Mm -hmm. projecting, that monster is real. But when they Mm -hmm. look that monster in the face and say, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not scared of you anymore. You know, you are not real. I don't, you know, boof, it's like automatically it just, in a puff of black smoke, it disappears. Yeah. You know, and that's wow. the same thing that happens to, to, to resistance. When you sit down and you act and when you do it, you have just defeated resistance. Yes, 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 yes. That is awesome, Lisa. That is awesome. And, we, and, and I don't care. That, Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Not only that, I really feel like we're moving into another dimension. I think that there's a lot that is going on outside of our world you know, with the economic situation. I think there are a lot of things, although people see it as negative and a lot of it is hurting a lot of people in terms of, you know, not being able to afford this. But at the same time, it is challenging us to look at our lives in a very different way because we've all been about, you know, the dollar, the dollar, the dollar, at the expense of our own personal happiness. And that's a problem. You know, because yeah. a lot of us are living lives and we're working the nine to five, but we're really hearing our kids and spending quality time because we know we got a report that's due tomorrow. So we really do need to get back to what makes us happy and the things that we are passionate about. And the example you gave about Van Gogh is just phenomenal. Phenomenal yeah. to think that he was just so driven that he created yeah. masterpiece after masterpiece. Yep. And never found a buyer in his whole life. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That's something. <laughs> that is something. So I know that when is. I'm on the right track, and you can know when you're on the right track, when you start to feel that fear come up inside of you, and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. fear is false evidence appearing real. I know now with, I know more now more than ever that I've got to take that step past that fear Past that mm-hmm. resistance, I got to push past it just by doing the very thing that the fear is trying to stop me from doing. Wow, that is true. By by giving it, giving it action, doing something. Yes, and then that's one right. thing I, I know it's the time goes so quickly, mm-hmm. but I always challenge people to take incremental steps. Do 
even if it's a little bit of something, do yeah. it. Even if you're yeah. writing just one sentence, write the one sentence or play yes. in your head. Okay, let me just write this one sentence because it's a or the title of, of a story I want to write. Just start with something small. It doesn't have to be three or four chapters all at once. And I think if people just take in the incremental steps to make things happen, uh, that they yes. will move closer to their goals as well or desire. Awesome. Yes, I love that. Absolutely. So we are down to that part of the show. Um, I will leave you with this. Stephen Pressfield, the author of The War of Art, states, we fear discovering that we are more than we think we are, more than our parents, children, teachers think we are, We fear that we actually possess the talent that our still small voice tells us, that we actually have the guts, the perseverance, the capacity. We fear that we truly can steer our ship, plant our flag, reach our promised land. We fear this because if it's true, then we become estranged from all we know. We passed We pass through a membrane. We become monsters and monstrous. Are you a born writer? Were you put on earth to be a painter, a scientist, an apostle of peace? In the end, the question can only be answered by action. Do it or don't do it. It may help to think of it this way. If you were meant to cure cancer or write a symphony or crack cold fusion and you don't do it, You are not only hurting yourself, even destroy yourself. You hurt your children, you hurt me, you hurt the planet. You shame the angels who watch over you, and and you spite the Almighty who created you and only you with your unique gifts for the sole purpose of nudging the human race one millimeter farther along its path back to God. Creative work is not a selfish act or a bid for attention on the part of the actor. It's a gift to the world and every being in it. Don't cheat us of your contribution. Give us what you've got. None of us are born as passive, generic blobs waiting for the world to stamp its imprint on us. Instead, we show up possessing already a highly refined and individuated soul. Another way of thinking of it is we're not born with unlimited choices. We can't be anything we want to be. We come into this world with a specific personal destiny. We have a job to do a calling, uh, to enact a self to become. We have a job to do, a calling to enact, a self to become. We are who we are from the cradle, and we're stuck with it. Our job in this lifetime is not to shape ourselves into some ideal we imagine we ought to be, but to find out who we already are and become it. What are you resisting? So that concludes our show for this evening. I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us and a shout-out to my family and friends um, who are always loving and supporting me and to my friends and colleagues in all of the social networking sites that I belong to. Once again, a big thank you to Ms. Teresa Hamilton, who is just so wonderful. And uh, just thank you for coming on. (laughs) 
and sharing your yeah. wisdom with us, Teresa. Uh, because yeah. what what do we always say? Knowledge is power, mm-hmm. and when we know power. better, when we know better, we do better. Amen. <laughs> and also, <laughs> don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101 and follow us on twitter at least 101 that's l-y-s-e 101 we will be back on monday november the 4th at 6 30 eastern standard time and your mission if you choose to accept it is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation seek god and learn how to love yourself first because after all you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders, and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone. Thank you.